Hey, Marshall. Hey, Elizabeth. Do you want to talk about Lost? I do. <gasps> Me too. Yay. This. <laughs> yeah, yep. Good. <laughs> this is Jungle Mystery Podcast, and that's what we do here. talking about season two episode 17 lockdown lockdown and can you believe it it's about lock it's about lock and also can you believe it billy gill is not who he says he is <laughs> billy gill i uh i have inadvertently completely destroyed my ability to know what his name is i mean <laughs> uh, billy gill now, is such a better name than henry gill <laughs> now the irony of that is that that's actually not his name yeah However, uh, but that was not intentional. It might have to be <laughs> his name forever now. <laughs> I was like, oh, Willie Bale. I mean, it was like, who is this guy? I was just like, Prisoner Boy, Bug Eye Man. I will it's tell you, like... we will learn his actual name, obviously. Okay. We're not going to just not know his name. So obviously I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you now how fucking hard it's been for me to not accidentally say his real name every single time I mention him. Ooh, I didn't think about like, that. Like, as I've been watching the episodes and writing up my notes, I've started to type out his real name and then had to go back, 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 backspace, HENRY, in like all caps, don't forget to say HENRY. <laughs> so I was kind of relieved when you called him Billy Gill, because that's been easier to hang on to. <laughs> yeah, Billy Gill. Billy, Billy Gill. Gill is... He Gill. can still be Billy Gill, because it's not his name. Hey, maybe his real name is Billy Gill. Maybe that you were onto something. Be incredible. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm going to guess his name is Cornelius Watson. Oh wow. Okay. Um. We'll find out in this season. Oh, in this season. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, like, is this going to be a season uh, wait, five thing? Wait, wait, wait. Um. I don't know if we will actually find out his name in this season. We will learn more about who he really is in this season. But I'm trying to remember when we actually hear his name spoken in this season. I'm not sure, but for sure next season we will. Okay. Um, if not, if not by the end of this season, then next season for sure. Anyway, uh, let's dive in. We have a fun little B-plot we can talk about first. Finally, the return of the fun B-plot. Yes, the return of the fun B-plot. It still kind of feels unearned because it's Sawyer, and we're not prepared to like him again yet, but this one's real fun. I'm not gonna lie. No, I, I, I did, it was, you know, it was fine. I felt like it, it fit in the grand scheme of things based on just how the show goes, you know? It's a, it's a, they can't like, maintain tone a hundred percent of the time. I yeah. Guess. It's a nice reminder of how fun Sawyer and Jack's kind of rivalry is. Like we've seen so much of Jack and Locke recently, but it's like, Hey, remember what happens when we put Sawyer and Jack together? Cause they also butt heads and that's fun. It's also, yeah, it's much less dire than Jack and Locke. Yeah. I mean, as Kate says <laughs> in this episode, yes, do I it's need essentially to a just a constant dick measuring contest with them. Yes. Uh, which is always fun. So yeah, we see uh, Jack is kind of doing his little doctor rounds on the beach. Uh, he's checking on Aaron, and then Libby asks him to look at her. I don't even remember what. I didn't write down what she needed, but... She tried to grab something and got stabbed by a sea urchin. Oh, okay. So he says she needs Neosporin, but Sawyer has all of that. She says uh, it's currently ten loads of laundry for a tube, and then she like gestures over to him playing poker. And it's our our fun little B-plot intro. I love this one. Yes. It's kind of like Jack with the whole golf thing. Like, it's just very fitting and very funny that he's, like, super good at poker. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like... Because there's no prior indication... No, it's because he he's be Jack and he's good at everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's that's fair. Oh, Jack, Jack of all trades. Yeah, there we go. 
so yeah, he walks up on Sawyer, Kate, and Hurley playing poker, and he rattles off a bunch of random poker shit that, I don't know. I mean, I, I know enough about it to know that the things he said are real, but <laughs> I can't remember what he said. I know how to, like, rank the hands. I don't remember all the fancy names for Yeah. Him. So he's, like, telling Hurley what Sawyer has in his hand or whatever, and then Kate's like, what about me, Jack? Um, <laughs> and he says, it's hard to say, but you're just playing for the fun of it. And then Sawyer convinces Jack to play. He's gonna head off back to the hatch. <clears throat> Which, at the time... Which he really should have done! <laughs> he really should have maybe gone back to the hatch. Could have avoided a lot of heartache in this episode, but, uh, yeah, they convince him to stay and play, um, which is fun. Let's see. They play poker, uh, there's a, there's a random bit where when Kate, when Kate's out or whatever, she says, I'm out, and it sounds super Canadian, which eventually Lily is actually Canadian. Oh yeah, she's Canadian. I'm (laughs) Kate is not. She's from, like, Iowa or something, but the actress is Canadian, and you can definitely hear it. She's like, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. I'm out in the boot. Jack kicks Sawyer's ass and takes his fruit pile. Sawyer's pissed about it and he wants a rematch. And Jack is like, dude, it's just a pile of fruit. And that's the point at which Kate says, should I go and get a ruler? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in a in a moment that I kind of actually love about Jack, when they decide to play again, he wants the medicine and not the guns. Yeah, that makes sense. It does make sense, but I like it. Uh, the line later is a little extra, but... Yeah, the line at the end the, is like, okay. The fact again, of him... you're just stroking yourself, but it makes yeah, sense yeah, that the, he would get the medicine because he's a doctor. Right, the the fact of him wanting to bet the medicine instead of the guns is, is very fitting for his character. We learn that he learned how to play poker in Phuket, and then he's shocked that Sawyer knows where that is, because <laughs> he's kind of an yeah, asshole. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. A little classist there, buddy. Yeah, I know, for real. And there's a little uh, um, mention of his fucking tattoos. Yes. Uh, Sawyer says, is that, where you, was that where you got your tattoo? Or is that where you got the art on your shoulder? So, ugh. Another reference to the tattoos. We're going to learn more about the tattoos, unfortunately. I also would like to say, uh, only reason I know, and I find it funny that they, maybe this is, I assume this is actually how it's pronounced, but Phuket is spelled fuck it. And that's why I know about fuck it, Thailand. Of course. Because it's spelled like that. That's the only reason I know about it. Of but that, it I would is. assume, I would assume that's also why Sawyer knows about it because it's funny, because <laughs> it's a place that's spelled like "fuck it" Thailand. So. Sure, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, it's Phuket. So yeah, sorry, sorry, Thailand. <laughs> you thought it was actually pronounced "fuck it." No, I, I'm sure it was. I, th- I saw. I thought it was like foo, Phuket, like Phuket. <laughs> yeah, not like Phuket with a more emphasis on right. P. Right, right, right. So yeah, they start to play. Sawyer tries to cheat. Yeah, for help with that. <laughs> Jack says, how about you deal again from the top of the deck? And Sawyer just kind of grins at him and he's like, well, I had to try. Yep. His little oily southern accent. Hurley is watching the game through a pair of binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> they're like hiding off by the tents. They're not uh, even Hurley hiding. Well, they yeah, are but standing just... on a ridge. Like, You're right. They're just... creeping. They're creeping. They're creeping. Uh, Libby comes up and says, what's going on? And Hurley says, Jack and Sawyer are finally going to beat each other up. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer is gross. <laughs> they're talking about the medicine. And Sawyer's like, oh, I'll raise you some amoxicillin. And Jack says, do you oh, know what that's yeah. for? <laughs> he says, you may have been to Phuket, but I've been to Tallahassee. Oh, God. Which... Gross, Sawyer. I, I first thought was like, oh, Tallahassee, like you got in a knife fight or something, and you needed a No, he's no. talking about getting the clap. Yeah, 
Because of course, because it's Sawyer. Because of course, I just wouldn't brag about that. I guess. Yeah, that he would not be a so thing I would brag when about. He says it. It's like, uh, yeah, I got a venereal disease. <laughs> My penis was sick. <laughs> it's so gross. It's super gross. Oh man, does Kate know? <laughs> Oh, Let's make sure Kate knows God. before. <laughs> and then at this point, he says, why didn't you ask for the guns? And he says, when I need the guns, I'll get the guns. I'll get them. It's very goofy when he does his little tough guy routine. But I feel like Sawyer is one of the few people that it actually works on. Because Sawyer's yeah, such a loser. It's weird, but it, it is. Because <laughs> he's a loser. Because they're both, they're both such jerk-offs. I just know. Like in different ways. God, It's like it falls so flat when he does it to anyone else. Like, remember a couple episodes ago when he was trying to intimidate Echo? Yes, that's a special case, uh, but it uh, I will say that that's maybe a bad example because no everyone comes off stupid when that's, they do that. Yeah, it's true, okay. But when he does do it out of, like, in any other context, yeah, it's because he's not doing it to someone who's also a jerk-off. Like, right, right. When he does it to Sawyer, he's doing it to another jerk-off. <laughs> and so it's like, it's mutual douchebaggery. Mm-hmm. Is this also, I forget at what point in this B-plot it happens, but is this where uh, Hurley's like, I'm, I'm, I would know if I was in the loop, and Jack is like, there is no loop. Oh yeah, that's at the very beginning of this whole thing, yeah. I think. Yeah, Jack Jack says there is no loop. Yeah, like, that's such bullshit. Liar! You know yeah. Just blatant lying. Liar, liar, Not like liar. even trying to be like, listen, we, we have to have a hierarchy on the island. He's like, oh, there's no there loop, Hurley. There is no loop, Hurley. Everyone knows everything. Thanks, CIA Jack. I feel like there's still people on this island who don't know about the whole, like, Rousseau recording from season one. <laughs> I would love, actually, I want to know who knows what. I, yeah, I would love, like, a like an interview series where they just <laughs> go through the island, they pick random NPCs, <laughs> and they just were like, hey, so what's your impression of what's going on? Right. Like, I don't know, man. I've just been, I've been eating mangoes and shitting a lot for two months. Do you know about the polar bear? That's about bear? all I got. Do you know, you know about, about the polar bear? bear? <laughs> um, have, you, have, you, have you heard of Rousseau? Or <laughs> find somebody who's like, wait, somebody had a baby? <laughs> I would be that person. That would be me. That would be you. You'd be like, wait, that who, would had, be who had a baby? <laughs> somebody had a fucking baby? <laughs> Jack is finally heading back to the hatch, and Kate wants to go with him. Uh, she says she needs to take a shower, which, honestly, to their credit, like, she actually does look kind of grimy in this episode. Yeah, like, she looked greasy. Yeah, and you know, the past, like, several episodes, she's looked really hot and, like, put together and made up because, you know, she'd been showering regularly, but then now... Right, but they do that to everybody. Everybody well, I mean, our main together. group, our, like our people who had access to the hatch, were all of a sudden looking real shiny and hot. Sun still looked. Yeah, like she still—you could tell she had tons of makeup on. But it's still this. This kind of makes it seem like that was intentional and not just like silly TV. You got to make everybody look hot. You know what I mean? Because in this episode, it's like, no, you know what? She does actually look like she needs a shower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'll give them credit for that. It doesn't. It, it doesn't explain a lot of the other way that everyone most of the time looks fairly put together well right yeah yeah for for no reason yeah yeah and then they they find an airdrop yes they find a supply drop yeah so uh she wants to go to the hatch for a shower jack says oh no the plumbing's busted i don't um, believe that that's a that's bullshit right he's just trying to keep her out no obviously hatch. yeah he doesn't yeah. want her to go to the hatch um because because billy gills because her. of billy gill yeah uh, and then he's gonna walk her back to the beach, but then they see this blinking light, and yeah, it's a <clears> giant, like, pallet drop of 
Dharma shit. Dharma initiative food. And then Charlie, Saeed, and Ana Lucia come busting out of the jungle. And that leads into the, the end of the episode. But uh... And then and then they all they all they do a thing for like two minutes where they all ask questions and no one answers a single question and it just zooms in on their faces. <laughs> like I was wish both yelled at the TV like, Can somebody answer something? It was just like question, 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 question and then I cut. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, so that, okay. What? Are, God. <laughs> yeah? Are we, are, are we going to learn more about the airdrop? Yes. Okay. Because do we know how long it's been since they entered the hatch? Yeah. <laughs> I could look out, uh, probably like, I mean, a little over a month, right? I really have no grasp. I think it's been a little over a month. It was very okay. shortly after Aaron was born. The, the whole finale. Right, 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 right. So, so yeah. This could feasibly, at this point, explain where the food in the pantry comes from. Yes. Yes. So Desmond was having to come outside and, and restock it. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, this this episode as a whole, I guess we'll get to it when we talk about the hatch. Yeah, I guess let's talk about the hatch stuff first, and then we can do the flashbacks last. Okay. Flashbacks last? Well, no. No, let's, no, 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 no. Let's not mess with a good thing here. Let's do our flashbacks first, because we got some shit to talk about with Mr. Billy Gill. God. Um, <laughs> yeah, our flashbacks are... Depressing. Depressing, and also, like, there were a lot of conflicting emotions about this episode. Because, I don't know about you, but I remember the first time I watched this, and a lot of other people, the first time they watched this, thought, <coughs> oh my god, we're gonna learn how he got paralyzed. <laughs> Yes, I thought that too. Because of the door like falling Given on his context, leg. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh man, is this gonna be it? No, it's not. <laughs> I can tell you. Can I tell you? Do you want to yes. know when we're gonna learn that? Because we will learn it. But I, would I have fucking to... hope so. Do I actually remember? I think it's season 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 three. I think is when we learn okay. what actually happened to him and how he got paralyzed. Yeah. Well, it's taken this long for us to find out what happened with Helen. Oh my god, I know. They really don't give you answers for a while in this show. <laughs> No, they really don't. You get one answer for every, like, 50 questions. And they really require you to remember what the question was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. So, yeah, uh, Locke is going to propose to Helen. But the day that he's going to propose, they're going to go for a picnic or whatever. But then Helen sees in the obituaries that Anthony Cooper is dead. Yep. Um, also, Locke does that thing I don't understand why anybody does, where they take the fucking ring out of the box. And just have it, like, loose. I why know. Why oh, would God. you do that? It's so stressful. <laughs> I probably, like, a pet, I checked on, like, uh, with the frequency I would check on our snakes, I checked on the ring in the box before I proposed. Like, <laughs> oh, still there? Yep, still there. It only left the box for more than five minutes when I actually proposed. Yeah. The rest of the time, I was like, keep it secret, keep it safe. Right, right. Yeah, he had some balls taking it out and, like, inspecting Wraps it. Wraps it in a fucking napkin like it's a... I know. God, that would have me nervous. Half-eaten Slim Jim. <laughs> so, instead of going on a picnic, they're going to a funeral. Helen tries to lighten the mood a little bit. She says, maybe he left you his kidney. <laughs> <laughs> They go to the funeral, and they're the only people there, except for these... Greasers. These, these thugs. Capital T thugs, man. They are the most obvious greasers oh, in existence. Yeah. God, the accents, too. Oh, my God. 
They look like GTA 3 characters. <laughs> Brought to life. It's so goofy. It's really goofy. It's so goofy. Anyway, Locke says that he forgives Anthony Cooper. He forgives him. Why? He was, he was so... Pre- well, I mean... So stupid. He's, it, he's moving on. He's prepared to actually... Right, you can move on. on without forgiving somebody. Yeah, I've I done guess. That mo- I've done that multiple times. Yeah. Believe me. You can absolutely live a perfectly adjusted life without forgiving somebody. <laughs> In any case, he chooses to forgive him and move on. But then Psyche, he's not even dead. He's not dead. He's been hanging out in the most obvious bad guy vehicle ever. <laughs> a mid-90s Mercedes with aftermarket wheels and 5% tint. <laughs> uh, we see Locke working as a home inspector. And he does a house inspection for Nadia. Did you recognize her? No. Fuck! Marshall! <laughs> it's Nadia! Oh. That's the woman inside. I didn't, bring, I, I didn't pick that up at all. Holy shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> did, but, Larissa, did you pick that up? No, to be fair, she looked like shit last time we saw her. She yeah, I didn't recognize her at all. Uh. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, wow, that and that's fucking... He... <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, the connections in this show, man. That's nuts. Yeah. Like, I feel like seven times out of ten when you see a main character in a flashback interacting with a random person, it's going to be someone that we've seen before. I gotta pay more attention to that. It happens a lot. That happened with Kate's dad in the Saeed episode. It happened with Kate's dad uh, in Sawyer's episode, The Long Con. The waitress was Kate's mom. Yeah, like, this is it's gonna happen a lot. God damn, I gotta start paying Uh, more attention. Yeah, so... Uh, Locke goes to get a drink with Cooper. Probably not a great idea, you know, with the one kidney and all. <laughs> I didn't but, think about it that way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, he's mad, so I guess he can take a shot. Maybe that's all he had. <laughs> he says, what did you, he asks about the, uh, the men who are following him, and he says, what did you do, steal their livers? But he says he conned them out of $700,000. From a retirement, a retirement scam, con. so which is one, which is one of the shittiest things you can do to somebody. Yeah, that's what Bernie Madoff went to prison for, and I'm pretty sure he hung himself. So we have a lot of con men in this show, huh? Yeah, we do. Yeah, just thought that was an interesting. Am I supposed to pay more attention? Just to that? thought it was an interesting, uh, just a point of interest. There's just a lot of con men in this show. There's I a guess. lot of con men in this fucking show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> small world. So he wants John to move the money for him. He is going to let him keep $200,000 of it, which who knows if we believe that. I guess it doesn't become relevant, but who knows? <laughs> I wouldn't have done another thing for this fucking asshole. Yeah, so this is another point of annoyance for a lot of people watching this show. It's like, why? Why, Locke? <laughs> like, you have such a good life now. Why would you Why would you fuck this up, right? Why would you... Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. So anyway, he's doing it. He he comes home after doing the deed uh, at the same time. Doing the deed sounds <laughs> way different than... <laughs> and he has this backpack over his shoulder. It sure seems like it's going to have a lot of cash in it. And so luckily, yeah. you know, the fucking goons are at his house and they check his bag and it ends up being empty. Uh, or, you know, doesn't have cash in it. So thank God. But they say, have you seen your father since he died, Mr. Locke? <laughs> <laughs> No, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> what a strange question you asked. But then he says, you didn't look too shook up at his funeral. And Helen fucking jumps in there. Man, she is pissed. Yeah. Locke just so does not deserve her. <laughs> she's 
She's so pissed. She's like, you have no idea what that man did to him. Um, so, yeah, you know what? He wasn't too shook up at his funeral. You're right. <laughs> but then she turns to Locke and she says, were you lying to those men? And he says, no, I was just no. scared. Yeah. Oh, Locke. Locke. Like, 100% do not blame Helen for leaving him after all this. Ugh. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, like, he's, he moved on! Whatever, I hate Locke anyway, but I feel really bad for him. <laughs> um, You know what, I would have, if I was him, when I, I was like, and my dead dad showed back up, in this case, I'd be like, by the way, which kidney did they replace, right or left? And once he told me, I would just start punching that <laughs> really hard. This um, is mine. I get to do with it what I yeah. want. Punch, 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 punch. <laughs> I'm taking it back. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Get a box cutter out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. So Locke brings the money to Cooper's hotel room. Um, he doesn't want his share of the money. He just wants to be done with it. And they're about to leave, but Helen is there. And she leaves Locke. And God, it's so pathetic. He tries to propose to her right there. Yeah, that's... It's oh, so, man. so sad and just... It's super pathetic. It's pathetic. Oh, my God. And she leaves him. And then, you know, the lock that we met for in the, his first episode in season one was not over her, right? No. <laughs> he was talking to a phone sex operator and asking her to go by the name Helen, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's... Not great, not great, not great. A lot to unpack there. <laughs> actually, you know what? Not a lot to not, unpack, Not actually. a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. It's just a. It's just a big. It's a. It's a very big suitcase, but there's no lock on it. You just open it up, and there's his his girlfriend. <laughs> his that shit, left right him. there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the flashbacks. Ugh. Just leaves you with a gross feeling. Yeah, and... it sucked. I mean, it 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 definitely like. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm a bleeding heart for lock or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it kind of clear. It clears it up. It doesn't. Yeah make a whole lot of sense why he does what he does it doesn't make any sense why he would not want the money that doesn't make sense personally i mean also doesn't make sense why he would do another thing for this fucking but i mean we know greasy grifter we know that pre-island he was like really pathetic right like this is a return yeah no he was a sad boy he was a sad boy yeah He's so, a sad old boy. <laughs> it, it was inevitable but yeah it, it was just bizarre and honestly like there was a lot of just from the fans, a lot of kind of bitterness about the... This episode as a whole is really great, but people were very disappointed that the flashbacks didn't reveal how he got paralyzed, because it really seemed like they were going to. Um, it did. It, and instead we got flashbacks, this, and it's like, okay. Yeah. There was <laughs> um, It was kind of like an implication of more that was going to happen, but it didn't. Right, exactly. <clears throat> but anyway, um, on the island, in the hatch, we have... Some app... Some real shit happens. Some shit happening. So we start off with the immediate aftermath of the the serial scene from the last episode. Yeah. When uh, Billy Gill was like, oh, if it was, if I was one of the others, then there would be an ambush waiting for your friends at the balloon. And so we immediately see him like backtracking and he's like, oh, what? No, no, I was just joking. There's nothing out there. I was making a joke. It was sarcastic. Yeah. He's like, just... Sorry, I was just mad. I shouldn't have said it. Let me finish my cornflakes. <laughs> Jack is pissed. Yeah. He tells Locke to put him back in the armory and just storms off. And again, we get a, why do you let him talk to you like that? Oh, boy. 
And then Locke throws him in the armory and slams the door and has another little hissy fit. And then we see our balloon, our balloon crew finds the balloon in a very silly way. (laughs) (laughs) They're like standing. It's raining really hard. But then when they're standing, talking about the fact that they haven't found it yet, Ana Lucia says, why isn't it raining here? And then they all slowly look up together at the balloon. Right, well, they find the grave. Right, they find the grave, yeah, yeah. gathered around the grave, and then, which is like a cairn. Yeah. Uh, not a traditional, I mean, it's a grave that you would dig if you had to dig a grave on an island. Yes, right? exactly. dig a shallow grave that you pile a bunch of rocks on top. But. Um, <laughs> but then it's just like, it's not raining here. The line, why isn't it raining here, is just not something a human would say. It was. Like, I, I could see her, like, holding her hand out with kind of a look on her face and then looking up. But just, like, the need to add the line, why isn't it raining here? <laughs> it's just I, such a my, weird... Uh, man. Such a weird reveal. It's a very cool reveal when it pans up and shows the balloon. But that line specifically makes me laugh every single time I watch this show. I'm not sure if it's me as a person or if it's what this show has set up. But when she said... It's not raining here. I immediately thought there was some kind of weird special thing about what was in the grave. Oh, man. Like, it's not going to be a body. It's going to be a piece of technology or it's going to be another hatch or something. Yeah. No, it was the balloon. (laughs) Marshall's Uh, imagination is too creative for this show. (laughs) No, I just, I I don't know about that. No, I I don't. I think I'm just, just so, like... Immediately jumping to the craziest shit possible. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird line. It was a cool reveal. Right. Uh, I am curious, do they do, like, because they, they pan up to the balloon, it was like a full-on capsule with, like, four or five propane tanks per side. Are they going to do something with all that gear um, at some point? To be point? honest, I think that's the only time we really see the balloon. Wow. It was it was relevant for the, the finding of it and the aftermath, but... No, we don't revisit the balloon, I don't So think. they wouldn't, sh- no. wow, I would sh- strip it for parts, because it would have, at the very least, maps, it's got all the propane on the side. I mean, I don't know if we're assuming that they didn't do anything with it at all, but we don't see it on screen. Um, gotcha. I mean, okay. remember, season two, we're seeing less and less of the survival aspect as we get more into, right. you know, the, the grit. So back in the hatch, Locke is <laughs> working out on his little exercise bike. Getting some frustration out, and then we hear the intercom. Did you hear what it was saying throughout this episode? In this I static? only heard at the very end when it was counting down. Okay, so the first time he hears it, it says something like um, 20 minutes to lockdown or something like that. Oh, okay. And then he hears it again, and it says like, oh, 15 minutes to lockdown. And then it says at the end, uh, follow protocol or something, and then it starts the countdown. Am I supposed Should I have, like subtitles on because i didn't hear any of that um i mean if you had really really turned way up and listened you would have heard it which is why i'm telling you what it said just because like you could have um but i mean i I got your back thanks (laughs) but (laughs) now that you know that's what it was saying does that you know did did, did you have any theories about what was happening here with this lockdown so okay it said that there was it was like counting, it, the the entire time it was counting down to lockdown? Yeah, it was saying there would be a lockdown, and then at one point it said, like, follow protocol, and then the countdown. Also, the the timer stopped at, or did it stop? No, it didn't stop, because it kept going. Yeah, the timer it, kept going. 
But it only... So presumably, protocol would be make sure... I mean, I don't know this, but presumably it would be make sure someone is by the computer, <laughs> right? When lockdown happens so that someone's in there to push the button. Right. It only... So just to clarify, the clock only starts counting down seconds when it's within a couple minutes of the end. Yeah. When it gets to like four Because it, it has a second space. Yeah. But that's not constantly ticking. Right. It only does it when it gets to a certain point. Okay. So what else happens in this episode that might be connected? Well, I mean, oh, well, so one thing that, that popped up was that did the, the prompt on the computer showed up earlier than it normally does. Okay, so Is maybe, that... uh, maybe like, protocol would be to go ahead and put in the code or something while the right. lockdown happens. Yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> I'll just go ahead and jump to, like, what stands out the most. Okay. Is that I don't think, we we don't know what Billy Gill did. Right. After he went through the vents. Right. That's very true. We know that something reset. He says he put in the code and that's it. He did nothing else and then the doors just came up on their own. But we have no idea what he actually did. No, because he, he like hurts himself trying to get up in there and then it starts like the real countdown. Yeah. Is it tied to the... So it, it sounds like he didn't make it in time. We hear all the scary noises. Right. It sounds like then, he didn't make it in time. Yeah. So what it sounds like is maybe what happened... A couple episodes ago, where Locke very nearly almost, you know, didn't make it, but then he got the numbers in just in time, and everything went back to normal. But then also the blast doors came up this time. So, like, it's feasible that what he said is true, uh, but we have no idea is what it, he actually did. Is it if he did tied to the airdrop? Yes, so that's a big, uh, you know, that that's what everybody assumed when this came out, is... That this lockdown was like a scheduled thing that happens. Oh, like so they lock them down so they co- they can't go up and look and see how the food gets there. Exactly, because I mean they happened at the same uh, time. It seems like. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's later this episode where we find all the food. So, I mean, our only real alternatives are either that's what it was for. It was it coincided with the airdrop, and you know, uh, it was it, like you said to make sure they can't see where it comes from, or unrelated to that somehow is just someone else like fucking with them <laughs> you know Billy right, Gill somehow first... doing it or whoever Billy Gill is with fucking with them externally and then it sure seems like he's not telling the truth like maybe he did something else when he was in that room to my make first impression was that it was it was like a test yeah just like a scheduled scheduled to the observers but not to right. the right. test subjects right <laughs> Exactly. Could also be related to the what they maybe you know what they did at the other Dharma base when they I don't know I guess they didn't really give any indication that they set something off like when they took Claire back to where she was she was trying to figure all that stuff out like if that set off some kind of timer for the other bases maybe. Okay. Yeah, that could um, be. But there's not really a that's a stretch. So I would say it's I mean the most obvious thing is that it's tied to the airdrop. Yeah. But then also fucking Billy Gill does something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, <clears throat> it seems like the two are maybe unrelated, but it does seem like he did something. <laughs> like, well, learning what right, we learn at so, the end of these, this episode, it certainly yeah. doesn't seem like he's telling the truth to Locke when he says, uh, I just pushed the button and then, uh, you know, I didn't do anything else. It yeah. Just... So, all right. Oh, God. So we have a couple things, like when they go, they do like some stuff that makes sense at the door where they use the pry bar to like get it up a little bit and then they stick the exercise bar underneath it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They get it, they pr- they pull it up 
Then they put a stamp sheet metal toolbox underneath it. Why? Under no... Because they weren't thinking, Marshall. I mean, obviously it doesn't work. What do you mean they weren't thinking? Well, right, but like, there's no way... Uh, anyways, that was dumb. Uh, also... Uh, yes, uh, it was dumb. It didn't work. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna pry the door up, you should have something to shove underneath it, prepare beforehand. Listen, yeah, the, I mean, Locke was not thinking straight. He was panicking. He was cut off from his button. He was freaking out. He said, Billy Gill, come help me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they were not thinking straight. Well, uh, Locke was not thinking straight. Now, it's possible no, Billy that Gill Billy was Gill was like, fucking knew exactly. Oh, no, you exactly hurt your leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, also, I don't know. Now, and I'll give him some credit or not credit but i'll give them maybe a pass for this for like they were able to get the door up using the uh barbell as uh leverage yeah it doesn't at first it didn't make a ton of sense to me uh why they why they didn't just get billy gill to use that to lift the door up to get locked enough space to back out um but there is so like the amount of force it takes to move something is greater than the amount of force it takes to keep something still, Yeah. right? So, like, it makes sense that it would take two people to lift the door, but only one person could hold it. Yeah, yeah. So that's fair. I will give them that. But, I mean, I still would have tried it at least, but I know they had a limited amount of time. Also, so they... uh, there's no fucking way Henry could have contributed to lifting that door at all. With his shoulder he's wound that he still has, although to at, like at the very least, giving them a little bit of credit, his dressing was clean at the beginning of this episode, and then it was pretty bloody by the end of it. Ooh, um, I didn't notice that, but that's a good a, after that's the good scene continuity. where they're where they're straining to lift the door. He has blood on his dressing that he that was not there before. Oh yeah, that would have really fucked us. But still, his... like he wouldn't have been able to do that at all. He probably shouldn't even be able to use his right arm really right now, but. It would um, be very painful. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Now stacking the weights to hold the door up—that was a good call. Yeah. Yeah. So they, there's all that. They they do like a cut to one of the other scenes. They cut back and Locke has like explained the button and just like everybody else, Billy Gill's like, you don't know what it does and you're pressing it every hundred and eight minutes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Like either he knows what it does that he's just playing along, or he's like everybody else. Like yeah. Jack is like. There's no backup plan for the button, but we're still doing it every 108 <laughs> minutes. Um, Poor Locke. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, and then he tells them, hey, go get in the vents and you can make your way to the room. Right. Then, black lights. Yeah. And some shit. Some shit. Well, what was I looking at? Okay, so hold on. Back up a little bit. Before... No, tell me what it was. I'm kidding. I, I, I'm gonna, I am going to tell you. <laughs> no, but I, know. I want to remind you and point out... We'll see if this ends up being relevant after this episode. When Locke lets Henry out of the armory to help him pry the door, before any of it, like, before it falls on him and everything, he's asking for his help. He gives Henry his word that he'll protect him no matter what. Yes. So, I just want to remember, before we watch, you know, any more beyond this episode, he has given his word that he will help Henry. No, I knew as soon as he said that, that's going to bite him in the ass. Oh, yeah. I'm Henry Gill from I knew Minnesota. as soon as he said that. Every time, every time, Billy Gill, they get close up, his, man, his he's eyes. Just, he was always so, his eyes, his, his big old fucking eyes. bug eyes, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does, he's like, you gotta promise me that, that 
what are your what are your people gonna do? They and he makes a point. That's a thing. Is the bad guys always make a point? Yeah. And even in real life, he's like, your people are are gonna do stuff to me because they don't have anybody else to be mad at. Yeah. Which is totally accurate. Right. Uh, and he lets he opens the door and he's like, "Who are you?" And he says, "I'm Henry Gale." Henry Gale. Thank you. <laughs> what are you uh, Henry say Billy? Gale. Listen, I told you, his name is totally. It's, I'm Billy Gill. It's just, I'm from Minnesota. No, I'm B- B- Billy Gill from Ottawa. Uh, yeah. Oh man. He's like, okay, you have my word. Yeah. You're gonna so. regret that, my man. Oh yeah. So yeah, he's he regretting given, it at the end of this episode. He has given his word. Um. So yes, blah blah. blah we go through the whole door falling. Him telling him to go push the button. Yes. So scary noises start. All the lights go out. And there's this black light that shows something. A map? <laughs> what? Yeah, so you tell me what you interpreted. I'll tell you um, some things that are on it that I feel comfortable telling you at this point. So obviously it's the shape of the Dharma logo. Uh, and then on the Dharma logo, there are... I gotta look at the logo. So there are eight, eight quadrants. And each one of them has a different arrangement of these bars right it's like uh it's like uh what am i trying to say it's like ranks like you ever seen like like sergeant and and non-com ranks like you add you add or change bars up and below the central chevron yeah right there's eight octants uh that show the different formations of these bars and then i didn't pause to look any deeper but there were certain octants that had more details than others and there were i think names attached to some of them yeah so okay uh yeah i'll tell you had you paused and zoomed in this is what you would have seen okay and there's a there's a lot on there that i'm not going to go into but i will go into no there's a lot some of it (laughs) um like you know i could have looked up myself like what is it what is on the map on the door right but i just paused looked at an image of it blown up and i'm gonna tell you what i saw and what I remember seeing. Could you, this might, and if it's too difficult, you don't have to do it. Okay. But is there a way you could like, because I'm afraid to Google that. I can send get, you a blown up image of it. If you could do that, that'd yeah, be Yeah, I'll do great, that after we record this. Because I'm afraid to yeah. search for. Because there's a lot. Dar- Dharma bunker details. Is just <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't want you looking anything up. No. Um, there's a lot of notes written off to the side that I'm not going to get into. Um. Because it's like, you're not really supposed to make it out, I don't think. Like, you can see the word, like, incident. Uh, You can see certain buzzwords. um, But that's less important. The map itself, it shows... It's a map of our Dharma stations, basically. Um, We see six. There's actually a seventh one drawn on there that has been scribbled out. It's been been crossed out in a different color. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, Yes. Four of the stations on there have their logos drawn on and have a name next to them. So... Swan Station, which is our station, the Staff, which is the medical one we've been to, the which Arrow, which is abandoned. Yeah, which is abandoned. The Arrow, which is the one that the tail section found, also abandoned apparently. And then one called the Flame. The Flame is one that we don't know. Now, is that working from the bottom clockwise? Oh gosh, I didn't write that down. I have to. I don't have the image in front of me. Does the order matter? I'm gonna say no. Okay. They're just they're on there. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. The center of it is a big question mark. Uh, what else is on there? There's a depiction of Smokey, the monster. Yep. With Cerberus written next to it. Okay. So 
the Have monster... Have we heard that word no, before? No, but the monster is called okay. Cerberus. So, do you know what Cerberus is? Three-headed dog that defends the gates of hell? Yes. So... Boy. Just a reminder... That's not great. A, a couple episodes ago, we had our hieroglyphics when we almost didn't push the numbers in time, and I told you that of what we saw of those hieroglyphics, the fans translated that to mean death. Yeah. And now, according to this drawing, the monster is called Cerberus. <laughs> so, just lots of, uh, death under- still, underworld it's imagery. still reinforcing the concept that this is some kind of, like, limbo. Yeah, so uh, we we keep getting evidence toward uh, this is limbo or purgatory or purgatory. Hell that's what it, that, that's right theory. But then also all of this uh, at the same time evidence <clears> toward <throat> the theory that it's all like some kind of science experiment. So like, which one is it? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think that's all that I wrote that I wanted to tell you. So the Cerberus, and then um, it's got the big question mark in the middle. It's, a depiction of our stations, the sixth one. We know that there's six, but there's also a seventh one drawn on there that's crossed out. Uh, and we have a name that we haven't seen before, which is the flame. And and so we have to assume that there's eight total, because there's eight octants the, on the Yeah, on I would say that's a fair Dharma assumption. logo. Yeah. So there's six that... What, where did we get six from? In, in the orientation video for Swan Station, that's it right. says station three of six. So that that's where we've been so getting. So they fucking six. lied about how many there were. There's two extra ones. Okay. Well, uh, they either lied or at that point there were only six, right? But they had the Dharma logo already in that video, didn't they? But I mean, okay, so there would have been eight, and they're just lying about how many there are. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to your your crazy nine eleven trooper uncle. Okay, sure, Grandpa. <laughs> Building seven, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, that lock gets a good long look at that. Are we to assume that Desmond made that? Yeah, that's a that's an assumption that you can make, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Is that helpful? No, but... Um, but no, but, okay, uh, in a non-asshole way, we will figure out how, to, how that got there, I think. Okay. Yeah, we will. It didn't look like it was something that was part of the construction. You know what I mean? It looks like something oh, that yes, somebody Oh, yes, yes. It is made. definitely a fair assumption that someone put that there. Okay. That is probably not a Dharma Initiative sanctioned diagram. Art. <laughs> yeah. It also could have been, because Desmond hasn't been there the entire time, so it could have been his predecessor. Right, yeah. He he has not been there for a couple years. So. partner? He had a buddy, right? For a while? Yeah, Kelvin. Kelvin. They saved the world for a while. Yeah, Kelvin. Now Kelvin's gone. Is um, there any ties between the fact that He's named Kelvin and the uh, the measurement unit Kelvin. <laughs> no. Okay. Cross that out. <laughs> Marshall's list. I got. Marshall's I got to. I got to fucking explain. I got to explore every avenue. <laughs> so Locke gets a good long look at that. So it's a fair assumption that he's going to be obsessing over that for a while. Um. <laughs> uh. But then. All the lights come back on, the door comes back up, the timer's gone back to normal, and Henry's still there. He didn't try to escape. He says, did you think I was going to leave you here? Locke says, very earnestly, thank you for not leaving me. Oh yeah, thank you for not leaving me. So, oh no. Good lord. (laughs) Locke has a new buddy just in time for us to learn that he's been lying. He's been lying, and he killed a black man for his identity. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, he killed Henry Gale. Yeah, yeah. And took his identity. 
Yeah. So yeah. So Locke and Locke's making hard eyes at at Henry. Um, and then all of a sudden, Jack and the balloon gang, <laughs> a storm, and also Kate, a probably very confused Kate, <laughs> oh, <for laughs> because Kate. she didn't even know about Billy Gill. <laughs> nope. Jack pins him up to the wall, and Locke is like, wait, no, no, I can explain, he was helping me, blah, 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 right? But Saeed says, we did find your balloon, exactly as you described it. We also found your wife's grave. Your whole story, your alibi, it was true. But still, I did not believe it to be true. So I dug up that grave, and I found that it was not a woman inside, but it was a man. A man named Henry Gale. Henry Gale. That is my husband's probably favorite moment of this entire show. That was a pretty dope moment. Saeed going off about that at the end. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. A man named Henry Gale is super dead. Super dead in that grave. Oh, man. I mean, if he hadn't been so fucking narrow-minded, he could have just, like, taken Henry Gale's ID and said, I crashed with my husband and I buried him, and then it all would have added up. (laughs) (laughs) But instead, he left him in there with the... His name, his, his, uh, cause that's, they found his ID, right? And that's, yeah. Yeah. That's That's a pretty big oversight. Could I come up with a better lie, man? It makes for a great reveal. Yep. So who is he, Marshall? (laughs) If he's not Henry Gale from Minnesota, who is he? He's so shifty. I mean, I would, at this point, I, I just have to agree with Rousseau. He's one of them. Okay. So, okay. So you're saying he's another. That's your, that's your new guess, your official guess. Right, After because at this point, so uh, several episodes back, I thought, okay, well, there's the plane crash people, there's the Dharma people, and there's the others. Now it appears that the Dharma is the same as the others. As the others, okay. Because okay. we they had they found the closet with all the, the yeah. costume shit in it. Right. right? So he's an other, um, which means he's also Dharma, because they're the same. From what I have seen so far, yes. Because, I mean, okay. with, you know, what was the, the whole joke about, like, the Dharma Initiative brand spirit glue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. Yeah. So, he's an other. Obviously, I mean, at this point, it just seems like he was sent there to sow division. He's doing a very good job of it. Yeah, he definitely is doing a good job of it. Why do you let him talk to you like that? It still begs the question, like, to what end, right? Um, I mean, if, well, I, you want to de- if you have an enemy, you want to destabilize them from the inside because if they end up just killing each other, or if they separate and make themselves weaker, that's beneficial to you either way. That's fair. I guess it seems like them feeling the need to do that kind of makes it seem as though they uh, see the the um, survivors as a threat. They see them as a group that could be a threat to them so they must destabilize instead of just some randos on the beach right i don't know if that's the case because we do that to we've been doing that to countries for almost a century now and they've never really actually been a a threat to the united states so i don't really know you have to see them as a threat i mean we overthrew an entire country for bananas so i i could i could feasibly see them sitting there and saying, well, this is kind of inconvenient, so let's okay. send in... That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So Someone to destabilize. It's also know. possible that... Remember, we just heard a couple episodes ago in maternity leave, Ethan was supposed to make a list, but he didn't have time, right? Right. When he took Claire, he wasn't supposed to take Claire before he had a list, but right. he was panicking because they found out who he was, so he took Claire prematurely. Um, 
maybe that's what Billy Gill is there for, right? He has certainly oh, been like doing a lot of observing, at least not of everyone, yeah. but at least of like our core group, um, the people in the loop, as it were. So yeah. maybe that's why he's there um, to to make a list. We don't know, but you know what? We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. We'll learn more in the season. Hello. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all I got for this one. Just holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh... I was trying so hard I... to make it seem like Saeed was maybe not right about <laughs> I still stand by the fact that his reasoning is not sound. You know, the whole, oh, I beat him up and I didn't feel bad about it, so that means he's lying. Yeah, not, that's not great. Not but... great. <clears throat> but, uh, generally when Saeed says something, he's he's right. <laughs> yeah. His instincts are usually right, uh, even when he's... He was just so... He was unhinged, so though. Many... Yeah, it didn't seem like we could trust him because of the way he was acting, but he was right. Well, I was saying, uh, Henry Gale, there were so many moments where he seemed like he knew, like, he was in control. Exactly. Way more than he should have been. Yeah, exactly. Multiple times. And we hardly ever saw him looking scared. No, he didn't look... He had a couple moments where he, like, put up, put it on. Exactly, yeah. But he never... Like, even when the all the shit's happening with the doors closing, he's, he's like, hey, what the fuck's going on out there? Like, he's like, hey, give me a status report. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, even... He's still, in that moment, messing with Locke. Because he says, yeah. maybe you should go get Jack. Maybe you should go get Jack. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is just actively fucking with them the whole time. Even though they could just snap and kill him at any moment. He seems to be not super bothered by that. No, he doesn't. Um, so yeah, it's a it's such an interesting little arc of episodes. Because it's like, so clear the whole time that he's lying. But it's still... Well, it's clear that something is up with him. Yeah, yeah. Like... It's, it's clear that something is up and sinister. But it's like, man, but what if he is really just Henry Gale from Minnesota? <laughs> I like um, I the whole time I thought like they're gonna find the balloon, but there's gonna be something yeah. else. But that's why that's why a really big uh p- people thought at the time like what if we're seeing what if he's sick? What if this is the infection that we keep hearing about is turning him into some kind of evil little weird man? Like he really is just Henry Gill from Minnesota, but he's like this creepy little <laughs> sinister yeah. man now because of this sickness. But no, it turns out that he's not actually Henry Gill from Minnesota. But it does still remain to be seen who he really is. But we'll know. We'll know who he is by the end of this season. I, Like I said, I don't know if we'll actually know his until season three. But we will definitely know like who he is, right? Who he's with, I guess you could say. Who he's with, okay. Um, by the end of this season. But yeah, that's lockdown. Daddy issues. The return. <laughs> the return of. The return of. <laughs> been too long without some glaring daddy issues. <laughs> It's been, wait, eh, it's been a couple episodes, I guess. It's been a couple episodes. <laughs> That's a long-ass time without daddy issues for this show. I think this episode was the only other one that has a main character's name in it. So you won't be getting off easy again. No more House of the Rising Sun in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> no more uh, no more name in the episode. Well, that's funny. Okay, The next episode has is a name, but it's not. Yeah. It's not a main character's name, is what I mean. Oh, um, okay. What's the what's the episode title? The next episode is called Dave. <laughs> Dave. 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 Yeah. Like Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? Dave. Is that going to be Billy Gill? It could no. be. No. No. That would be that'd be too. That's too short of a turnaround. 
for the show. Dave. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Do we know it? Dave? No, you have absolutely no context. No way to actually know. So you could just throw out a random character. Who do you think it'll be about? <sighs> shit. In... Oh, what? No, I said shit. Oh. <laughs> Try to think. Just throw out a character. Who have we not had an episode for in a while? Oh, Hurley. <laughs> you know what, Marshall? I'm going to give it to you. Yes, you're right. It's a Hurley episode. <laughs> you fucking with me. That was... I can't... I have to reward that. That was good. <laughs> that is a Hurley episode. <laughs> wow. Yeah, next week we're going to be uh, seeing Incredible. Does this, <laughs> am I finally expunged of the House of the Rising Sun? Yes. <laughs> Your losing uh, streak is over. <laughs> I've cleansed my sins at the altar. <laughs> yeah, Hurley. Fucking Hurley. Like, of Dang. course it's going to be a Hurley episode, right? Because we had this huge, ridiculous cliffhanger reveal in this one. Well, Super don't, tense don't, episode. Don't take away from my amazing guess by saying, of course it's no, going to no, be no, a No, 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 sorry. I just, mean, I just mean, of course, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with you. Because you have, shit you is... You gotta lighten it up a little bit. Because shit is happening so much. So it's like, let's throw in a Hurley. <laughs> let's, let's, everybody, have a diver- let's have a diversion. Let's everybody calm down for a minute. <laughs> and we'll throw in some Hurley. Oh, man. I, yeah, your laugh when I said Hurley told me, like, you was just like, you didn't even have to say anything. When you when you laugh like that, it's it's a, a dead giveaway. Oh, man. You know, sometimes I try to act like maybe you're not right when you say something that's very, very right. But sometimes there was the odds were not great. Sometimes I got to give it to you. I know, right? You have a huge cast to choose from. But yeah, it's going to be a Hurley one. I think that's all we got for this for this week, y'all. Is there ever going to be a Libby episode? No. Okay. Um, we will see. We will see stuff like from her perspective in flashbacks. If that makes sense, she's not going to have an entire episode to herself. But okay. you know, on occasion, we've had an episode where we see multiple characters. Um, it doesn't happen very often, but we will have at least a scene from her perspective in in flashbacks. Um, but not an entire episode. Okay. She's not enough of a main character, I guess. They said, you know what? We've got enough of this shit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> enough people for to invest in. For real, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll be seeing Dave next week. In the meantime, reach out to us on social media. We are on Twitter at Jungle of Mystery. We are on Instagram at Jungle of Mystery Pod. And we have a Gmail. And it's jungleofmysterypod at gmail.com. Yes. And, uh, oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you want to listen to the podcast... If you're doing it now, congratulations. If you would like... What? You've made that joke several times. Fuck. Alright, cut that. Apparently I've made that joke before. Call me suicide. (laughs) Um... Ah, yes, the purists. The Jungle of Mystery purists are gonna call you out on that one. Yeah. If you want to listen to us more... (laughs) Oh no, his spirit is crushed. (laughs) Fuck. Alright. You can find the... Okay, here we go. If you want to find more episodes of the podcast, you can find us on Spotify... Anchor, where we publish the podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, and some other ones that I keep meaning to look up and can't remember to do that uh, every time. <laughs> All right. But there's lots of them, apparently. And, uh, I will, oh, we, we had another milestone. Uh, we oh, passed really? 2,000 two uh, plays. Wow, that's exciting. Which is fucking nuts, by the way. <laughs> We have a we have an audience of forty people. Woohoo! 
that's bonkers. That's exciting. Thanks for listening, I, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Seriously. And the fact that it's like international as well is wild. I would never have guessed. Like we we do this because we enjoy it. Yeah. Not because it, we expected it to like become a thing, but the fact that there's this this many people listening regularly is really cool. Yeah, it's really so, cool. Thanks for listening to it, and uh, whenever you want to contact us, you know, send us anything. We'll we'll do shout outs when we get some stuff. I do want to shout shit. out. Uh, I feel like I don't know if I have up to this point, but I should. I want to shout out my sister Amanda, who yes. listens every week and comments on Instagram. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's very fun to talk lost. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, hang on. Wait for it. Yeah. Wait for it. Yep. Do it. Um. Do it. Henry Gale probably would like it if <laughs> Jack could remember. No, it's really bad. <laughs> wow! You couldn't even finish it. <laughs> Guys, if if we can't commit to it, if we can't live together, we're gonna die alone. He's an other. He's an other. An other. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was nothing. Just a, it was. It was Australian. Oh God, it was. was it? You have a very large listener base in Australia. Cut that. Sorry for our listeners in Australia. Cut that. Oh no. Cut that. <laughs> um. Okay, so you're See, saying I'm not now? sure who's doing this episode. Cut that. I'll make a. Fu- oh wait. Hold on a second. Uh. Uh. Well, I'll make a funnier joke and we'll cut it in. All right. Here we go. Uh, he's another, and then we'll just leave it at that, and I won't make a snarky comment. Oh my God. All right, and perfect. perfect. We're back. Perfect. Um, one hour, ten minutes, and forty seconds. Mark that. <laughs>